Welcome to Always a Student Podcast. This is your host, Dominique K. Ross. And on this episode, I have three classmates in the building. In the building. As a pawn star's request. It's always going to be at my request if you hear. <laughs> Speaking of which, so you guys could introduce you, introduce yourselves. I'll go first. It was a point for me. Lorel definitely. <laughs> okay. Well, hi guys. I'm happy to be back. It's Star. Hello, for Star. Me. Of course. Hi guys. It's Lorel. Hey, Lorel. <laughs> and I'm back too. It's Casey. How are you guys doing? Casey's. The people. Casey's back, y'all. Okay, so I have to speak on... Okay, so I recorded a couple episodes, but they didn't make it because episodes were lost. Um, there was an episode that was posted today that I saw people were actually listening to. And a big thing on this podcast is I just want to make sure, like, the intentions are there, that we're just, you know, staying within um, the intentions of the show. So if you guys saw that come down, we just had some issues with that episode. But however, we are back. We are here today. And I actually wanted to discuss being black and Caribbean. Because I feel like between us four, we all are like from the islands yeah. or we have our um, roots from the islands. But I feel like we're pretty Americanized. Mm -hmm. You know, like I'm Haitian. You're what? You're Bahamian, right? Grenadian. Oh, you're Grenadian. Yes. You did just say that. Okay. Well, um, I already know what you are. I'm the best. Oh my I God! I that's such a Jamaican thing to say. Oh my like, goodness! What? Is there anything else? <laughs> <laughs> the other islands? <laughs> I can't. I cannot. Just can't. and Casey, you're. Well, you heard, you heard Star say it. You already know. Oh my well, God! Well, when you hear that, you know. You know. Like everybody <laughs> knows. <laughs> you know. Um. Why don't you just segue? Let's go. Let's go topic by okay. topic with this, just because I can see this getting. Oh yeah. Very prideful. And I can already <laughs> see. Okay, so my okay, this is my question: Were, were you guys born um, in the islands? Or were you guys born here? I was born in New York. Be Shut up! You was not. was not. Shut up. Son. Son. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm of Jamaican descent. Both my parents. But were you born here, or were you born in I Jamaica? I was born here. Okay. I was also born here. Myself. Yeah. You were born here? Mm -hmm. Okay, and I was born here as well. Um, but your parents were all born? On the island. On the island. Mm -hmm. Okay. So how Okay, how do you guys identify? Like, if you're talking to someone from a different culture, like, are you guys more culturally African-American or are you more culturally Jamaican, Grenadian? Like, how are you guys? Mm, I, I think it depends when it comes up. Okay. Um, Honestly, like, sometimes I throw it out there, like, yeah, my people are Jamaican, just depending on the setting. <laughs> yeah. And then sometimes, like, if I'm, like, at a store and I hear an accent, I might say, oh, I can I can hear an accent. Are you, are you Jamaican? <laughs> I do that sometimes, but it depends on who I'm talking to in the setting. Like, yeah, it really just depends. Sometimes I just identify as myself. Right. American, and um, I like to pull out that Jamaican card, you know? The card, yeah. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, I feel like I'm the same way. Well, my dad is African American and my mom's Haitian. So, cold, like, I've been raised with my mom, so Haitian food. Mm -hmm. um, I lived in Haiti for a year when I was young. And then I, but I only lived there for a year, but I've mostly been living, obviously, in the States my whole life. So, I feel like I'm more culturally African American, but 
I'm, I don't know, just I live with my mom. She's a Haitian woman. She was an immigrant here. She came here when she was um, 16. She didn't know any English. Mm-hmm. So when I think of her experience at 16 and my experience, I'm like, dang, you didn't know English. That's kind of crazy to me that you were in high school and was struggling to speak this language. Like, So I don't know. I guess I would say I'm African-American, but even when I've went back to Haiti, it's been that thing of not feeling like I'm Haitian enough, you know, because... You're treated a different way when you go back to the island as uh, American because that's what they see you as, you know? And, yeah. What about you? I feel as though I agree with all of you guys. It depends on the setting. But being that we're from South Florida, I feel that my Caribbean side comes out more often than my being black side. Definitely. Makes sense, yeah. Because I feel like most of South Florida is Caribbean. Yeah. Or from somewhere, somewhere yeah. that's yeah. not here. Not yeah. here, right, right, right. I think South Florida just overall, like, um, like they like to say, it's a melting pot. Mm-hmm. Big melting pot Dude, vibes. Just everyone derives from, like, every other place, every other island, whether it be Caribbean or it be, like, uh, Hispanic island. <laughs> Could I say Hispanic island? Nope. Those islands? That's, no, that's not <laughs> Nope, that's not how that works. The locations <laughs> are kicking in. <laughs> <laughs> but... Uh, you mean islands that have Spanish? You know what yeah. I mean. Um, we are melting pot. <laughs> yes. So, I actually am not like the rest of you. I 100% almost only identify as Jamaican. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't. You give me that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, I'm like, anyone who knows you, Casey, yeah. like, that's. You're from... <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, that used to be my ringtone. But, um, yeah, I never, like, it's never even come to my mind once if someone asks me, what am I? To even recognize, even though I was born here, but to even recognize, like, whatever the concept of being American is. Or mm-hmm. I don't, I think maybe um, that's because also, like, I didn't grow up culturally American, probably in any way. Like, mm. my family is hard Jamaican on both sides. So I never ate traditional American foods as far as ever, like, mm. being cooked in my household or, and that's going my whole life, like, into my 20s, into, like, it just was never a thing. Um, music and and I think the thing is too, especially with our culture, if you are Jamaican and you have like a hard Jamaican culture and influence around you, yeah. we're such a prideful people that like Very you're prideful. owning it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. But yes. I, will, I will say this that, um, that you kind of brought up. I know it's like when I go to Jamaica. Yeah. That's probably when I feel the least Jamaican, mm-hmm. right? Okay. So yeah, that's yeah, when yeah. it's like it's like even though I speak Patois fluently and you know I'm having the conversations and stuff like that, you still know. Nah, my cousins though they they really in it. Though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel really... like a complete yank around Jamaicans. Like Jamaicans don't take yeah. me seriously. Yeah, like, yeah. Please. <laughs> please. That's how it is with Haitian people too, though. Like I think, well, for the most part, some Haitian people. They'll speak Creole with me, even though my Creole isn't good. But I understand it really well. So they'll, you know, if I speak it, they'll catch on. Like, okay, she don't speak it great, but she understands. And then there's those Haitians that they will only speak English with me. And it's so annoying because I'm like, you can speak Creole with me. But I think it's just a thing of, okay, you're Americanized. You don't really speak it. Da-da-da-da-da. Because Creole, you know, it's a, you, it's a whole, whole language. So yeah. like, I just, that part of it, I'd be annoyed at. Um, and I could say that because I'm Haitian, but because you want the acceptance, like for yeah, your people. yeah. I yeah. I low key um I love being Jamaican, but one thing about it is kind of just like I sometimes think like, dang, like 
you know how Jamaicans we speak patois, broken yeah. English. Sometimes I low key wish that Jamaicans had their own language. You know, really? Like, you know that's how, funny that you yeah. say that. Speak Creole. Yeah. I was like, I'm, I my people are very much Americanized, and mm-hmm. um, but I know for sure they would have taught me that language. Right. I pick it up so much, even like talking. Oh. Music. But I do wish that it was another language. Like really, I kind of love that patois is like I patois. Love patois. I love I love patois. I think yeah, it's yeah. the best. But just imagine if that it was if no one language. I completely like. Yeah, um, yeah. I just put that in the on the books. Like yeah, I speak patois. I feel di- oh okay. You wish it was like it made you literally bilingual. Exactly. Being able to exactly. I mean, is it not considered being bilingual if you speak patois? No, no it's even though it's broken, it's broken English. But I'll tell you what, I'm finding sense. more that people don't understand patois at all. No, that's what I was about to say. There are people. I mean, like, I mean, Nisa, my best friend, she yeah. does. We talked about that. Like, her not understanding... Like, that was a conversation we had because one of her close friends is Jamaican. Yeah. And I'm like, it's literally just broken English, but the accents are so thick and you guys talk so fast. Fast. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's... Like, even for me, when I've been around Jamaicans before, I was like... You know, especially, like, the parents and stuff. And, you know, I'm like, what did they... You know? We speak fast and we also have lots of phrases. So we're already saying things, words that, like, you can't understand what we're saying. And then when we put them together, it don't mean what it means literally. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. So broken English. You know, very. I mean, no one, like, I don't know nobody that can understand my dad. Mm, Like, he's he's super. Unless you're Jamaican. Well, yeah, of course. All Jamaicans can understand my dad. But, like, no one that's not, like, Jamaican for real, you're not going to understand it. He just somehow, like, he's been here 30 years, but somehow his body and brain just rejected, like, (laughs) <laughs> everything American like he just can't I heard yeah. him talk one time where someone could understand him it was because a cop pulled him over he straightened up real quick okay. <laughs> like, he already knew the policy like, what's some things your dad says that you know people are not going to uh, I mean it's just everything he just says it at a pace and uh, it's hard it's hard to say it's just everything you, you will not understand <laughs> my dad learning. you will literally not understand my dad if you're speaking you will you won't I will yeah 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 <laughs> you won't it's going yeah but yeah. what about because I feel like Grenadian accents? It's it's kind of similar. Jamaican, yeah, so, yeah. For growing up, everyone thought my mom was either Hispanic or Jamaican. Hispanic because of her skin tone and because of her hair texture, and then Jamaican because of the way she sounded and what my mom would cook mm-hmm. and how my mom would act. Mm-hmm. Growing up, it I feel like being from the islands in general. Like growing up, you. You have a sense of family. It's not friends. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Growing up, all I had was my siblings. Like, I come from a big family. There's a lot of us. All we knew was each other. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like Casey said, I grew up only eating island food. Only knew dumplings, only knew sausage. Dumpling! <laughs> so you guys didn't eat, like, soul food or anything? Nothing. Like, oh, what, is what, what was Thanksgiving, though? What was Thanksgiving much. was, like, oxtails, rice and peas. Yeah, right. exactly. We, we yeah, would yeah. But the only fish. thing we would do is put the turkey out there to say that it's Thanksgiving, but yeah. everything around it is just island dishes. Like, okay, you know what though? I'm kind of getting the sense just by listening to you all that I'm probably the more Americanized one. You feel like that? I just, don't think so. Even with me? Well, yeah. No. Well, with, no, well, with my mom, they're probably like on the same on the same level when it comes down to it. But okay. Just, um, I guess in comparison to Casey and Laurel, just thinking about like the years and the amount of. Just time that my family has actually like been in the states. Mm-hmm. When I think about it, it's just like sometimes I look at them and like y'all are not Jamaican enough for me. Like, <laughs> like I remember years and years and years back, um, I introduced my family to a festival. Oh, so that's how long they've been 
yeah. in the states, right? Yeah. Just thinking about like when they actually came over, that wasn't a thing that they were really yeah. eating. So it's, it's like little things. Oh, like that's that. crazy. Yeah, like my family uh, has been in America. My mom came to the states wait, when she was like. You need 16. to tell them because the the listeners think you're talking about a big party. Yeah, that sounds like. Oh, yeah. festival and, and, like the food. Yeah, it's a food. It's, it's a, a very food. popular. Yeah. It's like what a dumpling. What is festival? It's like I don't even. Dumpling. Dumpling. It's a, okay, it's like a dumpling, it's but a it's like a sweet. Version. It's yeah. a sweeter version. But that wasn't something that they grew up making. You know what I'm saying? That's crazy. So, like, little things like that, when I really think about, like, my family and my background, I love, like, I I, I soak that shit up. Like, yeah. no lie. Because I feel like when you think about it, a lot of people say, like, I love the fact that I'm just not American. Mm-hmm. I really mean that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> For real. I think it's just, like, not saying, like, American culture is, like, watered down or they have so certain stigmas because I feel like I'm also American on the other side. But just to know, like, you have that extra added, like, little... I try to like embrace all parts of my culture. Like I feel like I had to do a lot of research, mm-hmm. a lot of work to kind of just like embrace that side of my culture because I feel like my people are so Americanized. They've been in the States for since before I was born. Mm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of my aunts, my uncles, my parents came like as teenagers. Mm-hmm. So you can imagine like Super Americanized. So that's interesting because I don't feel like my mom is that Americanized on my end. Like I think she is, but she's not. Like she, she, she still has her Haitian accent. Yeah, it's kind of mixing with her New York accent because she was raised in New York. So it's like an interesting Haitian New York I accent. Love it. I love how your mom talks. I I don't I didn't notice it until people would say because I was course. so accustomed to it and then I was like okay I guess you do but my mom only cooks Haitian food like sauspois rice yeah. she only like banan like my mom is not Big cooking banan banan fui <laughs> banan fui yes, I know about it yes yeah so yeah I mean my mom is it's I feel like as far as like food and stuff it's like it's very culturally Haitian in my home yeah my mom just was so Americanized that she didn't talk Creole to us so I feel like that's always the the difference between me and my other Haitian peers where. Their parents are still like they in the house. They talking straight yeah. Creole. Like, so they, yeah, they yeah. ain't you know mm-hmm. it ain't none of that. So <laughs> my mom is like, I have to tell her, okay, you know, parle Creole avec moi. Like you know, speak yeah. some Creole with me, you know, because yeah. now that I have seven, I want her. She's so Americanized, you know. Like we're very Americanized, right. you know. Like you know, so I just want to make sure she has that Haitian root in her, or even like I know they're Bahamian. I want to make sure she just has those other roots in her because I don't feel like. African American is. I feel like we have culture, but a part of me feels like we just don't. We you know, don't. we don't. So yeah, like yeah. We, yeah. We have. Well, I don't even feel like it. But African Americans, they have a they have culture and a culture that's kind of like created. But the problem is, right, that four hundred years of their real ancestry, mm-hmm. right, is completely stripped away. They. That's how they can. What they can trace back is four hundred. That's what they can trace. They can trace back to slavery. Yeah. And most Af- people of African descent can't figure out what they really are or how they really would have been. Right. Right. So now, like black people are just so incredible and so creative and so interesting that they always constantly innovate. So culture is black. Right. Like American culture really is whatever black people have done musically, artistically. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's always our us food, that put like our, making. All, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it is. So our they hair, do they honestly, do have culture. Yeah. But unfortunately, I think that people who are of Caribbean descent, like the four of us, we feel that we are tied into something. Right. Like yeah. that, that lack of identity that I think a lot of African-Americans 
have. Yeah. We don't feel like that. We yeah. always feel like, no, I'm, I'm Jamaican. So I, and Jamaican, and being Jamaican comes with something. Being being Haitian comes with something. Compa, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. being Grenadian comes with something. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you don't feel this lack of who who I am all the mm-hmm. time. Like, mm-hmm. the typical person who is an African-American is, like, theoretically, the four of us are African-American, but because we don't do what those things are that that you would culturally i guess make someone african-american you never feel like that lack of identity identity exists but see on my dad's side he's completely african-american so my dad is from north carolina like regalwood very country and we can we trace back one of our family reunions or a couple we always trace back into our um our great great grandfather and great grandmother and they were, you know, one was a slave owner. My great grandfather was a slave over slave owner, I believe, and my great great grandmother was a um, a slave. So we've been able to trace back that far. So I have felt that disconnect on my dad's side because it's like, okay, what am I? You know, like yeah. what am I beyond that point? And I kind of feel like Black Panther, R.I.P. to Chadwick Boseman, but Black Panther was like, oh, for me. Oh, it's great. And it's so funny because me and Nisa, we had so much conversation around that because she. My best friend, Nisa, she's from Mali, Africa. So her mom and dad, that's like they she is it. so yeah. cemented. Yeah. So even her African-American experience is very different. You know, her mom is Mali. Well, that's because so, she has an African experience. Yes. But I also but I feel like that's even more rooted. That is rooted. Definitely. She's not she's not do you wondering where yeah. where she is from. Like, but she do you knows. feel like that's more rooted? OK, this is my question, though, too. You said that with being from the islands, like there's a root in that. And I do, I feel like Jamaicans have a certain pride. I would say Grenadians too. I think Haitian people, I can speak for a lot of Haitian people. I'm not going to speak for everyone, but because of how we've been treated in the media and how mm-hmm. we've been portrayed as a black nation, I feel like there is a lack of pride within Haitian people, which I never knew was a thing until I moved to South Florida because I moved here from Illinois where there was no Caribbean people. Like our the, the demographic was Mexicans, yeah. Indians, white or black like at least where i'm from in illinois and even in chicago you know what i'm saying so moving here i didn't know that there was this whole thing of like oh haitians are dirty haitians eat cat i was so confused i'm like what y'all talking about those stigmas are very much played i feel like haitians Haitians are up Haitians are. oh yeah yeah yeah. i'm zo by affiliation (laughs) shout out to all my zbs when zo when i'm a zo plays i go crazy when i'm a zo by black dad i plays i go i go up like So I can't. Oh, oh, stop playing. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, now, yeah, but I'm now. just saying though, the pride that Jamaicans have, it's I feel like I went it. around town with this, but the pride that Jamaicans have is different. So I say all that to say, I wonder. This is my question. I wonder, do you think that people across the diaspora as black people still feel a lack of rooting? Because you said that African Americans have it, but do you think other people have it? Because essentially, our ancestors are still African. Yes. So I think that we're missing it. But because we're from like because we have a whole different being Jamaican is technically a sub subculture if you're African Jamaican. Right. Someone that looks like us. So it's but it's so dominant. Mm -hmm. Right. Because number one in Jamaica, in Grenada, these places are not dominant, the dominated by another type of people. Yeah. Right. That's anywhere in that Caribbean island. Anywhere. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The minute you're a a, being Jamaican there, you feel like your black culture, whatever the black Jamaican culture is, you feel it. It's important. Be and, and and it dominates the island. So you still think it. But in truth, yes, even us. 
we still are missing and have that lack of African identity from wherever we really are right. from. Right. But that it's just that what we have is so big. But if you're an African-American here and, and you're from like a state here, right? Right, right, right. Yeah. You, not only do you have that lack of identity, but you're not even the dominant race in in this country. Mm. So there's something clouding that it doesn't allow it doesn't allow for whatever your culture that you do have here to feel and seem big. You know what I'm saying? That makes sense. I often sometimes just as much as the work that I've done to like research and just know about my own Jamaican culture. I like as of recently, it's so funny that you brought up this topic, like been like wondering just about like my African-American culture. Like, what is that? You know what I'm saying? What defines that? What makes that? Is it the food? Is it the music? Is it like, you know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of times I go like back to the like Harlem Renaissance and thinking about just like that era and a lot of things that we've just inducted into history and just accepting that and knowing that like that is African American culture. Just overall, we talked about it earlier, just the influence. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because like we said, you can't really go back too much farther than the 400 years and separate from just like what we know about slavery and what that embodies. I feel like it's just so much more and, and a lot of people don't really focus on the positives and what we really bring to the table. You know what I'm saying? It kind of just stays like, oh, 400 years we were slaves. But when you think about it, like we really shape not only American culture, but just the world. You know what I'm saying? So, Yeah. Anyway. What is your thoughts on... Um What's your thoughts on that too? Like being Grenadian, like do you um, like do you feel a disconnect at all? Like from your African roots, or like what's your take? No, yes, I do feel a disconnect. Um, I recently, well, within the last five years, I went to Grenada for the first time. Um, I went with my mother, and Grenada is such a beautiful island. Very beautiful. It's so beautiful. It's so beautiful. Mm -hmm. But um, in that whole during that whole trip, I realized like I'm American as fuck. Okay. Mm. Um, I think I went during the summer, so they had like, um, um, what is it called, Juvert? Okay. Oh, yeah. Is it oh, okay? Yeah. And um, there's like in Grenada, there's this thing where the guys they um, wear black tar all over their body, and they run down the the um, streets, and they run down the streets, and they do dances or what have you. Being up there and seeing that in person. I don't know. I was low key. It was terrifying. Really? <laughs> no, I was scared. I was really? scared. Yes, because no. Was it just because it was something you've no, never? No, they were culture I, shock. Culture shock for sure. Mm. When they were drunk, it, everyone was so happy. It was completely different than what I was used to seeing in American. I would never have expected someone to come to my in my face in tart, start dancing and screaming and doing all kinds of what mm. would be deemed as foolishness. Yeah. But something everyone, just so culturally yeah, like yeah. And I'm just standing there like, mommy, what the fuck do I do? Like <laughs> do, do I stand here or do I do what this man fight doing? back. Yeah. <laughs> Not fight back. <laughs> <laughs> but dang. So because it was something you weren't used I to. I was not used yeah. to. It, but um my mom seeing her in that aspect like seeing her in Grenada noticing that she had a whole life prior to me and being in Grenada with her noticing that my mom was out here like she was living her life this woman was out like in the country do doing things that I would have deemed okay scary at my age or what mm -hmm. have you but she's out here living her life or whatever um 
interesting too because I feel like when we go to these like our islands it is such a culture thing because even like Haiti like we have our compa like we have our literally form of music just like his you know you guys have reggae we have like even subsectors of music that people listen to or that's a part of our culture so I could feel you on that because I remember I went to my first bal which is like a Haitian concert mm -hmm. here like that's what they call like Haitian concerts or Haitian little clubs or whatever and when I went to my first bar, I was like, oh, wow, like, this is so crazy. Like, yeah. even though it was, like, here, but, you know, everyone's, it's a certain dance that Haitian people do. Yeah. It's, um, you know, just the manner mannerisms, the interactions. I was just like, wow, like, uh, I was, like, feeling so, like, cool. Like, I'm Haitian. What's good? <laughs> yeah. like, you know? Loki. Like, I felt so good about that. Loki, do you remember, um, Garrett, this is really far back. Um, we went to, I think we went to like Igloo. Oh no! Oh my God! So Are you talking proud. about? It was like, a, but that was like a Caribbean thing all together. It was Jamaican. It was everything. oh, but I, I, I was. I was so I'm not gonna lie, to my Caribbean like, girl. Like that. The, like, but the parties was crazy though. Yo. Oh my god, the way Jamaicans party though, baby. Like yeah. one of the best parties I've ever been to in life was a Jamaican party. Ask me when it started. When did it start? Girl, one a.m., two a.m. We, I think we got there like it's at midnight. Early. That's Next crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. Now it's, not now the first person. There. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because we thought it was it, it was we were like sixteen. It was me, Nisa, and Tiffany, and um, it was like some club in hollywood we got there maybe like 1 a.m or 12 or something we're like dang <laughs> we're like Blusters. but we were like dang this is lame ain't nobody here i think like two hours later it really got popping i was just like wow people's daddies was in there i was like oh y'all turn y'all turn <laughs> not the daddy nah but that's you know jamaican men turnt. jamaican men they party and they party no matter how 50. old they yeah, are like, the clock's not going on until 2 30 like what's wrong Listen. with you i was shook by that but i feel Listen. like even that is just so like you gotta have your clocks oh and a toothbrush you already know what's the toothbrush uh, for what you mean what? get out the dust fast oh. <laughs> get out the dust fast <laughs> <laughs> I what you mean? <laughs> I wonder. Okay, so speaking of a Caribbean and African American, so how does your Caribbean side view your Af um, view African Americans? Oh, okay, I'm. I, I, my mom has very strong views. Um, I, it's just interesting being black across the diaspora, and then living here when you aren't African American and hearing the viewpoints of African-Americans or how they feel about African-Americans or even how African-Americans feel about whomever. You know what I mean? But do you guys ha have you guys had any, like, what's... Yeah, I feel like there's certain stereotypes amongst Caribbean people mm -hmm. when it comes to African-Americans. Just as, for example, manners. Mm -hmm. Manners is a I huge thing. Yeah, no, no, yeah. I feel like yeah. a lot of it, like all of us, wherever we're from in the Caribbean, we can say, whether we agree or not, Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. because a, a lot of times, sometimes you might deem it to be, oh, it might just be their culture. But, yeah. Or their upbringing, how they raise, but it all goes back to their, you know what I'm saying, again, like their culture, but I can say like, I probably could speak for all four of us and say one of those pillars is gonna definitely be manners. Mana, Huge. For sure. Mana, yes, but I think, all right, so color spade a spade. I think, I'm not gonna speak for all the Caribbean. Mm -hmm. Jamaicans, which I love that we are, mm -hmm. 
are bougie black people. Oh, stush. So, stush. and here's where, big stush. And the I, reason I'm why I'm Jamaican, saying that. I can't that, speak on that, but. But, no, nah, we're, we're very bougie black people. And the reason why I say that is because although I g- agree a lot of the times with what Jamaican, especially older Jamaican people feel about African-American people, I realize that I only feel that way because I was raised to think that way. Exactly. And as I've gotten older and I've made friends with actual African-American people and been around, you know, people just exhibiting their culture, I realized that's their culture. Yeah. It just It's just exactly. that they were raised differently, but just because we do this that way, don't make it right or don't make it wrong. So, yeah. but Jamaican people are heavy judgmental oh. and yeah, they just have a way of just like looking at every single thing. So it's like uh, African American people, Yankee them not have no manas. Um, they almost to the way that we make it seem like they're, for lack of a better term, dirtier, right? Like not as clean, you know, like not as. Listen to all my American allies, my Black American allies. <laughs> I do not agree. No, and I don't too. This is what I'm saying. Like, start. So I don't agree. Like, shout out to all the American, you yeah, know. Yeah, 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 yeah. But what I'm saying, that's I'm actually I'm actually holding my culture accountable. Right, right. Because I really I do agree. think that we like it's but crazy. Dirty. Like yeah. I, I can tell somebody, even if you're acting American, like or speaking in um American English and stuff like that, just by the things you might say or do, I can tell you if you're they Jamaican or they come from a Jamaican background. Mm-hmm. I know a I know, and I know a bougie Jamaican with my eyes closed. I could just hear them talking. and know, like, oh, okay, yeah, you think like that because, because then there's this whole other type of Jamaican too. This is my favorite type of Jamaican. The ones that make it in America and almost act like they're not Jamaican no more either. Mm. Really? Those are the wor- oh, I feel like Jamaican people have so much yeah. pride. They're I'm proud. actually surprised about no, that. No, but they're proud, but they try to make it seem like them come off fire and on them just have everything you know like yeah. you know yeah, like that. Let's be real. you know like and they'll look at other Jamaicans too like you ain't done nothing you know what I'm saying like you you live in wherever or you not you know so we're we're a handful but we're, 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 <laughs> you said it no. yeah tell me about um Grenada like how how do they how do you guys view um Americans I can only honestly go off of what I've seen growing up and I can agree with you guys I don't want to use the word dirty, but that growing up, oftentimes I felt as though my mom probably viewed black Americans as dirtier people. Yeah. Um, no, no, like. Not dirty and cleanliness. Not like, not like, not like, oh, like but just how they act. Yeah. How they act, represent. Okay. Not in yeah, showers. Yeah, yeah. Like, no. I was just saying this because my face turned up. So no. <laughs> no, no, yeah, no. So we don't yeah. mean in, like, we believe that um, Americans are taking showers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. For sure. But it's just yeah. a different know, way. It's physically yeah. dirty, but. Just explaining to the people. Mannerisms yeah. and how they carry And how they carry themselves. But then again, growing up, also, my mom is what you would consider a coolie. I don't look yeah. anything like my mom. Mm-hmm. I'm more so my father. Um, and growing up with her, it oftentimes going out with her, it felt it felt like we weren't even related. People were disassociating mm-hmm. me as a child with my own mother. Wow. And it like, oh, she's a little black girl, and this lady is obviously yeah. whatever she is. Oftentimes, right. people will come to my mom speaking Spanish. Your mom like no habla español. <laughs> no, sometimes she would off like. It got to the point where my mom honestly learned Spanish. <laughs> just people just thought she was yeah. Hispanic. Yeah. Yeah. You said shout out to her. My to mom actually hates bilingual. when people think she's Spanish. Like she doesn't. She takes offense to it because being Haitian, like it's a thing. 
if you look a certain type of way, people just don't think you're Haiti, Haitian, which I feel like I've hated that part about being mm. Haitian and being here because people just people do think we're literally dirty or we literally are ugly, which speaks to like anti-black blackism, like yeah. within black people in general, like regardless of where you're from, because I feel like there's anti-blackness in Jamaica with like all the bleaching. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Bleach, dog. Mm -hmm. The bleaching and no, even no, bleach, you're torn. <laughs> you know, anti-blackness. Stop, <laughs> Stop that. Even anti-blackness, like within you know African culture in general. So. My mom being very fair skinned and, you know, having a certain texture here, people would say, you know, people would just be like, oh, my gosh, you don't look like you're Asian or like, you know, what else are you mixed with? Or and I, I, yeah, what does that mean? Yeah, what does what do Haitian look, look like? like? Yeah, oh, you don't look Haitian. And my mom would say, what does a Haitian look like? That was a thing. So, but yeah, I feel like even going on that, my mom does, her being an immigrant here, her having to learn English at such a young age, she's worked from the bottom up, like literally, like, came Mug. from nothing to mm. just have some type of ownership of home not it's yeah. not anything luxurious it's not anything like whatever but it's her home it's what she put her yeah. time and energy to hours spent even of okay if an african-american is acting this way you're representing me wrong and then that's a whole different conversation of why are we so focused on how our oppressors feel you know mm. but no matter where you're from across the diaspora, you colonization has hit us all. So we all are still keeping in mind the white man's view of us. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? And shout out to like W.E.B. Dubois who like, who coined the term um, double consciousness of like, we have two identities as black people. We are right. black and then we have the identity of how we are seen as black people. So I think that for island people, I think it's just, when they do come here and they have to work so hard and they have to prove themselves, they will consistently prove themselves. And they are they have pride in that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Where African-Americans, I think there's just so much anger being an African-American because you do have that lack of pride or that lack of culture. You know what I mean? And then on top of like systematic issues. So it's like sometimes I'm me and my mom will debate it. And I'm always on the side of like empathy because, OK, being, you know, we have pride. We have a certain way of like culture. Like there's something like. Haitian people were the only, only black civilization to get their independence from slavery. Yep. Mm -hmm. So I'm even aware as a Haitian person that we get so much shit because white people are still mad at us literally putting blood and saying we gain our independence. And all the revolts that happened here was because of Haitian people. So I personally feel like every black person across the diaspora needs to have some sort of feeling of connection towards all black people, but especially Haitians. Um, because our ancestors here did. So it bothers me sometimes being Haitian and then also being African-American and seeing how African-American people can sometimes like say stuff about Haitian people. Because yeah, Haitian people are cool now because it's a trend. Mm -hmm. But I remember when being Haitian was not cool. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I just feel yeah, like at the end of the day and I think that's at, right and I think that's just an edu that's a lack of education because like Nat Turner and all those people when they found out that Haitian people had the revolt those slave masters were shook mm -hmm. like the moment that that news crossed here yep. they were like oh black people about to turn up and that's exactly what the fuck they did mm -hmm. so it's like gang, yeah gang. I just want to know too like how do you guys feel about being black across the diaspora do you feel like there's a disconnect amongst us across different you know what i mean like different sectors of the black experience Be yeah. before i even get into that just going back to a point because i know you were saying like low-key like like oh jamaicans are prideful but i think that it's not only jamaicans uh i feel like haitians now are tapping into mm -hmm. that for sure i think yeah. overall just when you think about caribbean people as a whole there's a, a different level of resilience 
that yeah. is just within us when you like when you're talking about the work ethic. You know what I'm saying? When you really think about all the work and the struggle or just whatever steps it took to even get here. You get what I'm saying? I feel like being of Jamaican descent, I don't really look at it and really analyze like what it actually took for my parents to get here. Oh, but yeah. But it wasn't it wasn't yeah. like a walk in the park no. like I'm going to go down to the embassy, I'm going to apply for this mm. visa and then no. it wasn't yeah. that. So it was I denying them left and right yeah, back in the time. So I don't think about when it comes down to like across the border like whatever story or whatever it took to get there to get here to provide what we have now. You know, and think about just thinking about us sitting in this room right now and just knowing that our parents are from a Caribbean descent and like just reflecting on like whatever it took for them to get here it's a, an amazing level of ambition mm-hmm. a lot of the people that I know that are from the Caribbean that come here or even I, African, or descent, African descent yeah they have another a next but, level yeah. of ambition that yes. I personally admire I could speak for my friend Georgia for example, shout like, out to Georgia. Shout out, shout to, out to Georgia. Just shout knowing Georgia. Like, <laughs> what I know about her coming, coming to the states later on in life, and then just accomplishing so much, even within her own field. Or another manager that I have. I, I feel like, honestly, when I literally think about it, like a lot of the Jamaicans I know have the best fucking jobs. Just personally, well, me. Jamaicans, yeah. you know, in they general, will hustle. have jobs. They're going to have like, several jobs. I don't know no Jamaicans with that less That ambition, than, that hustle, yeah. and then just where they're at, it's like, dang, like, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's dope. I want to um, go to Laurel. I think there was something you had something to say. Yeah, I wanted to go back to what you said about your mom's state, um, saying that there's certain things that she feels... Um, she feels a certain way because you won't do certain things that she would have done. But that's mm-hmm. the whole purpose. Our parents came here because they wanted a better life for us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So there's a lot of things growing up my mom did that I know. Like, me as an adult now, I'm crying. I, it's just me. I'm living on my fucking own, okay? <laughs> I don't got no kids or anything. My mom had eight kids. Mm. How the fuck did she do it? Right. Really? Yeah. How the hell did she... I can't even... I can't manage, and it's just me. Like... <laughs> Yeah, it it doesn't make sense, but their ambition, like Star said, it was so... on a different level. Like they yeah. came here for better, and they they made sure they got better for their kids. For them though, it's like it's almost like they was living like shit, life and death for them for real. Yeah, no, you feel real. me? Where we just like, but that's the goal, right? The goal is like for them, it was about survival, and then they put us in a situation where it's like, all right, we don't want you to have to survive, we want you to thrive, right. and yeah. there's a big difference, right? You can't if you're worried about survival, you can't thrive. Right, it's impossible. Yeah, Right, because yeah. you you worried about existing, but once you exist, if you know you exist, then the next question is like, yo, what are you gonna do within your existence? Right. And that's the position they put us. Right. Um, I want to go to you about something, Dom, too, because I thought that was um really interesting that you touched on. Well, two things. First, I want to point out that um, I understand the whole like how someone looks in Haiti or how someone looks in because like one of the most famous um prime ministers in Jamaica, Michael Manley, looks like a white guy. You know what I'm saying? I know the great legend, but maybe, but he does have a lot of haters now. But when he was an artist, I know the great legend, Sweet Mickey. Oh, yeah. You know, right? He doesn't look like, you know. Typical. Ty- well, what they what say. What they say, yeah. He just has so, some European features. Features, yes. but he's he's Haitian. So I do know that. But something I, I thought that was interesting that you were saying um, with Seven is that you're hoping that the experience that she has because it can't come from you. So that's where I feel like we're not Caribbean enough. And that's when I think that we 
kind of do have to identify with our um African-American our Ameri- side, African-American yeah. side mm-hmm. where in order, like I'm extremely Jamaican. I can I can actually go weeks without ever having, if I'm not around y'all, I can go weeks without ever having to speak like American English like we are right now. I really be, yeah, right? I but wish. even with that being said. But wait, this Tassi, so Tassi must understand No, she it. does. She does understand. But she, Tassi's she, she Haitian, can't, right? She, yes, but okay, she can't okay. speak. She can't speak back. Um, speak the back, the patois. All. There's no way, okay. but she's hard, But you guys are both Haitian. learning like, But like even that. with that, because we're different, right? Yeah. She's going to, um. that still doesn't, that won't provide my child when I have a child the opportunity to like have a full experience because we're different. So where do you get that from? You get that from your grandparents. So I understand you saying like seven's gonna get that has to get that experience from your mom. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that's why I think that like even having when you have immigrant parents, it's very important. That's why I don't even want to go too far. Like one of the reasons I don't want to like move to another state is because you have a finite amount of time that you have with your parents after you have a child or something like that. Yeah. You just got to realize that. And the best thing that they're going to be able to do is put the imprint of your culture on your child. Mm -hmm. So that when your child grows up, your child also doesn't have that like, hmm, who am I? Exactly. Doesn't feel like they have a lack of identity because they're going to be able to get it from a source that you got it from. Someone who literally is, like not only is jamaican or grenadian or haitian in in descent but also they lived that for a little bit like 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 Lorel was saying like when she went to grenada she was like oh snap my mom really lived this like yeah and yeah. it made you see her yeah. differently this Very wasn't yeah. crazy yeah this wasn't crazy to her that it Lorel was tripping like yo what is bro doing <laughs> but that wasn't crazy to her mom it's like yo come on right you know it's regular i low-key i i i i wish i wish that i was one of those um people that got sent to the islands and had to like live there for five years yeah yeah just the <laughs> summers I, I honestly like a lot of my family a, a good amount of my family like were able to actually come to the states so it wasn't like that's a blessing though yeah it's a blessing but when you think about like really just trying to tap in it's kind of just like dang i wish i had nah, you, more you people can tap on an island that i can go spend summers with and really just soak up like country life but i say you should do that now i don't i don't think it's too late you're in your 20s you can still do it now i think that when you you associate with people your other friends that are that are also of the same culture as you i think that you should ingratiate yourself into that culture more i think like it you are who you are can't nobody tell you not so it's like be as jamaican as you want to be if you decide this week you only listen to dancehall reggae and you not speaking no english don't yeah. They got to deal with it. I honestly already My dad that. been doing it for 30 years, I told you. You feel me? Like I'm about so. to just go to Casey's house for and call it a day. Well, my <laughs> actual house, no, I'm the only Jamaican in my household now. But if you want to go to my no, mom, mom's yeah. house, yeah. you know what I mean. Oh, yeah, go holla at, yeah. I have a question. Do you guys feel life would be different if your parents never came? Like, would you oh prefer my. your parents staying on the island or would Cringe. you prefer them being here in the States? Mm. Honestly, that is so crazy you that's say that. Question. It's so crazy because I everything that's happening in Haiti, like um, our recent um, President Moise, he, um, had, he, he was assassinated. And that was a really big thing. And there was already a lot of political unrest that was happening in Haiti that I was making sure to keep up with. And I literally thought in my mind, because I went to school there when I was young for a year, and um, I was just thinking, like, wow, like, if I was just Dominique, but I was completely Haitian, like, just really, like, tapped into, like, my Haitian side completely, I would be a completely different individual. I would be yeah, so different down yeah. to, like, 
how I dress, like mm-hmm. like everything like about me would be a completely different person. So, because when I lived in Haiti, my Creole was fluent. I spoke fluent French. Like in the schools down there, like you would need to know like French fluently and yeah. Creole. You know, t- the school systems are different. Even I even think they take education has way more reverence. Mm-hmm. Out yeah. and and across the black diaspora than it does here, unfortunately. But I also think that's like a systematic thing. So I don't put that on African-Americans, but more so the system. Mm-hmm. But, and then also too, education is just a luxury. You have to pay to go to school there. So yeah, I say all that to say, my experience is like a Haitian person would be, it'd be different. It'd be, I'd be a different person. So I don't know if I would, I mean, I'm kind of happy though, cause I feel like my dad's side is important. I can't, ex- I can't exclude yeah, that. So I feel like my dad's side is very, very important in that way. And I feel like even, like, I just got Africa's tatted on my wrist, like, the continent. Like, my African roots, like, that's above all else for me. Like, I plan on going to Ghana and, Big Ghana like, thing. yeah, and I want to own property in Africa. Like, I want to have a home. Like, when Seven's older, my home will be in Africa. Like, that's where I want to spend my days. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. going to I Morocco, Africa, and seeing what it was and seeing the land, it's like, I am connected to that. Of course, I want to help back. I want to go back to Haiti too and have something going on and help my people and just make sure I'm there. But my roots across Haitian and African American, I am African. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For me. Yeah. No. I mean, at the end of the day, we all are. Um, Star, you want to um, go ahead and speak on like how you feel as far as if you um to 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 Larelle's question, basically. Yeah. Like, what would you have? Um. No, you can go ahead. Okay. I mean. I will say this. I would, this is, and this comes from probably who y'all are now considering maybe to be the most tapped in with his culture. Mm-hmm. Absolutely would not want to have to um, have grown up in, in Jamaica. You I second that. I'm really? a, no, because yeah, as much as I love that. my culture, I'm not, I'm a realist and I understand, like, I can only understand these first world things. So mm-hmm. the, the reality is, Jamaica is, and you know, people don't get this. Because it's the glamour, it's the glamour Caribbean um, culture, right? It's the one that yeah, the reggae, the music, to, Bob Marley. Yeah, because mm-hmm. because so right, yeah. because Jamaica made it so made it Jamaica, the yeah. culture of Jamaica made it into pop culture at some point. Yeah, people don't understand. It's a third world country, like the Still. rest of them. Yeah. Still. Niggas in Jamaica and people are, don't associate Jamaica being a third world country, though. But it is. It is. It is. You yeah. go to Jamaica, it's poor. Yeah. You feel me? Like I, when I go to Jamaica, I don't go to. I've I've never in my life been on a resort in Jamaica, so I don't know nothing about resort life. When I go, wow. I don't know I nothing about to, that. We went to we went to a resort when I went to Jamaica. That's, that's yeah. great. It ain't like that. It ain't that. Yeah, I know. It ain't that. You feel me? So and I would want that experience. But sorry, God. And I love that I have the experience that I know that, and so much to the point where I'm kind of excited about one day having the tourist experience in Jamaica because I've never had it. But it's poor. You know what I'm saying? And it's hard. And it's like, yeah, when you hear stuff, niggas kill niggas for real. You feel me? For things that don't even make sense. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I understand this first world country that I have so many issues with because I have so much fucking issues with America. Yeah. But it has provided me certain securities. And I'm not going to pretend to act like it hasn't done that. 100%. So, yeah. And if, you know what? It's, what's funny, too, is if a, if, a, if a Jamaican person who lives in Jamaica says, hey, Casey... Because of that, you're not as Jamaican as us, right? I would accept that because because I'm actually mm. saying that I want to be able to hide behind the securities that being in a first world country like America does. So, you know, someone mm. that feels that that takes away a lack of authenticity, I get that. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Um, with that being say, said, 
and I'm sure Star probably has had this problem too, is don't get it twisted. We live in a first world country. We are not rich. Because, I, I don't know, you ever been in Jamaica or, or seen your cousins or whatever, whatever, and they think because you you're, live here, you're, you're rich. rich. I don't have much. Like, yeah, I'm, that you have no, an iPhone. Like, even no. just certain things are associated I'm with luxury. Yeah, I don't, no, I'm no. broke. I'm broke, broke. In fact, yeah. you, know what's the, you know what's funny? You live in a house that y'all own. We don't own the house that we, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, my mama owned the house. I don't even me? own a home. Like, no, yeah. I mean, I'm thankfully, you know, she does, but. Yeah. No, but that's what None I'm saying. But even like in Jamaica, they really no, they really own it. Like They're the bank don't own it. Like I, I have a, I own a house, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Right. But I don't own the house. Actually, the bank owns my house. And the day I can't pay my mortgage anymore, guys, it's they're gonna house. be like, "Yo, it's not your house, bro." Oh, so, so like in Jamaica, in Jamaica they don't they have. Really yeah, own they, they build their own. Oh. They build their own. Yeah, that's, that's, that's your land. property. That's your, everything is yours. You get your Them niggas own their house. Oh, I got it. That went over my head. Ain't nobody kicking them out of their house. All they gotta do is. All they got to do is figure out what they're going to eat today. See, that, and that's why I brought up that question, because I feel I would personally prefer my parent, my mom and my father to stay in Grenada to have all of us in in the islands, because America here, everything, time is money. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And Literally. on the islands, time is time. Ooh. I don't have to. <laughs> Yo, you know I call you Lareal. You know I call you Lareal. That's the truth. The truth. Let's go. Let them know. Keep talking. Keep talking. But yes, on the island, time is time. I don't have to worry about um how I'm gonna make ends meet. All I have to worry about is where I'm gonna get my next meal. And nine times out of ten, it could be at a neighbor's. It could be from my tree. Or if it's at my crib in Jamaica, where my family live, it's in the chicken coop that we have because we still have a farm. Yeah, my people have. Right. You know, KFC. When I went to Grenada for my mom's close friend, she's Grenadian, and we went. I went to Grenada when I was around 14, 15. I spent like two weeks there. One of the best experiences of my life. I had no cell phone service, whatever. And the KFC there, wow. Chef's kiss. Yeah. So I didn't I didn't do any. But I, I was shook. Like it was it was a different type of chicken. Like it was a different like that <laughs> was authentic. No hormones. Everyone, everyone says that from my honestly, like Everyone hits on that, like yeah. Yeah. Food is food on the island, is not KFC. Yeah, no, I, I, I definitely agree with everything that Casey says. Um, and I honestly, I can't imagine it. Like mm. when you really think about it, it's just like as much as I want to tap in and I learn and I do my own research and I ask questions, it's kind of just like, let me get a piece of it, let me experience it. And then take me back home. Yeah. Like, it really yeah. speaks yeah. to me saying like You're I very want American. those summers. Yeah, but that's all. Let me get my summers, and then when I'm going back on the plane. And, <laughs> and, that's what, and even that's still, real though. Even that's still, real. even still, I still don't feel like that makes me American. I feel like it makes me South Floridian. Even then, I still can't identify with all of America. You know, I just feel like oh no, nah, I just got to get back to the crib. Even with having that privilege, uh, even, even yeah. with having that privilege to say I can go there experience that and then come back it, it makes me not even feel like a regular african-american because i'm yeah. able to tap into that tap culture. In, exactly i'm able to get that experience yeah it just makes me feel like like i said earlier like you got a little bit of extra something with yours you get what i'm saying just to know like i'm of jamaican descent i'm of grenadian descent or haitian descent right honestly like not only with just jamaicans i feel like all caribbean people do have a certain level of pride that they carry amongst themselves yeah, yeah, yeah. when you think about it across the board 
Right. Shout out to Caribbean women, too. I just want to say that. I think that Caribbean women are, no offense to the rest of the world, but Caribbean William got a, w- women have a different type of sauce. You're not the first, and you won't be the last to say that. <laughs> Period. The Period. sauce is different. Y'all got some. Ay. Y'all got a different type of sauce, so you know we just got to put that out there. Yeah. All right. No, that was cute. All right, but um, Dom, let, yeah, yes. with that. Um, yeah, so speaking of which, right, Laurel, I feel like that was a great question. So to follow up to that question, you guys know how I feel about Africa already. Do you guys have any plans to want to go back to Africa? Oh, for, for sure. sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Let's actually plan something. Yeah. Big I African would love trip? to do Oh, my 30th birthday, I'm going to Ghana, Africa. I already told you. Really? Yeah, my, no, seriously, my 30th birthday, well, I want to plan a trip. A joint, a well, joint trip. What's good, Because you already know 23rd, 30th. Hello. Okay. It makes sense. I see, uh, We're going on a trip. Okay. We're going to see. We gonna right. see. Tell Tassie, pack her bags. Let's oh, go. Okay. Right, yeah. we'll, we'll see. We <laughs> shall see. That. I do want to go, though. Yeah, um, I want to go to Cape Castle so bad, where they held all the slaves and stuff like that. So it ain't a fun, it's going to be a fun trip. It's going to be a, you know. Nah, you got to learn. I'm you big, gotta, yeah, I'm I got to learn. No, yeah. sure. <laughs> I believe she's going to go because that's her plan. Yeah. And I believe Lorel's going to go because if Lorel can go on a trip, she will go on a trip. Oh, you know sure. Lorel. So, for sure. So, trips. Yeah, so... So actually, it's you. You go. You are actually the we gonna Listen, see person. I'm not the we gonna see. I'm the we gonna go person. You go, okay, they so be playing. Then it's happening. <laughs> we playing. Okay. But it's happening. Go it's happening. Go it's so happening. you. So you want to go back then? Oh no, I wanna. I wanna touch so many different parts. I wanna. Um, I need to tap in and figure out like my real roots. Um, same for sure. And figure out I wanna go wherever I'm really from. But um, I wanna. There's different places I want to go to. I want to go to Ghana. I want to go to Nigeria because I have so many Nigerian friends. And I've, Mm -hmm. like, experienced so many, smelled so many Nigerian customs. Like, you ever been to a Nigerian wedding or or something where someone, like, Suzette graduated? Uh, and oh, like, we did her. go to UM. You, I just saw Suzette like a couple days ago. I know, ago. I know. Really? I know. How is yeah. she? Uh, I love Suzette. I fucking yeah. love Suzette. Love Shout Suzette. out to Suzette. so a light, just even being around her for the little no, she, time. She's changing, Beautiful, and successful she's changing woman. the world like Yeah, everyone, literally. Yeah. Literally. But, um, you know what? And, but that speaks to African. I want you to bring Suzy on the show. Oh, I would love to. Because be I have a couple questions about her as far as her culture. Oh, oh, I would love it. would be great. No, it's, yeah. it'd be I love great. people. I wish I could have her and Nisa on because they're two people that like. Yeah. yeah. It's so cultured and like, yes. I look at I, Dr. Wendy and I have a lot of questions for Susan. Oh, Real Housewives of Potomac. Yeah. Shout out. Yes, ma'am. Okay. I don't yes. know. That's why I do love this podcast because sometimes y'all talk about things that there's no way I would ever know what it is. So, um, but yeah, like her culture, like you ever been to a, like a Nigerian thing where they're celebrating each other? Mm-hmm. They throw money at each other. Mm-hmm. They spread like it's such a their yeah. culture, and you know that's some real, some real African stuff where it's like their culture is completely dependent upon like passing something on to each other yes. every single time. They go up yeah. for real. So um, you know, I want to go to Nigeria. I want to go to all these like different places in Africa as well. I want to like I think my thirties are probably just going to be, like, touching Africa, like, Same. every other year, you yeah. know? Same. Type of thing. But um, uh, we are coming to a close. So I think there was one more thing we could get into that you wanted to um to bring up, Dominique. Yeah, I wanted to. Okay, so what well, we are coming to a close, I'm, like, trying to figure out what I want to ask. But I will say this, though. As far as going back to Africa or connecting with our roots, I feel like it's a journey, and I do feel like we're having an awakening right now. 
So I feel like we can just have like closing thoughts. I feel like we're having an awakening right now because I do know like some of my African American friends who are like really tapping to their spirituality of African culture. Mm-hmm. There's a really great book that I would recommend anyone read if you're into reading or you're into like nonfiction books. It's called Homegoing by Yajiasi. And um, she br- she has such a great book that breaks down two sisters. Um, one was a one was a slave and one was a um a wife to one of these slave captures and you really just see she breaks down the generations of both of them and you see how it affected all of us from africans to african-americans how slavery just affected us all so um i would recommend that book and and yeah that's my closing thoughts anyone has any um no my closing thoughts kind of just go back to what i said earlier just as far as just like recognizing the resilience within Caribbean people. Mm. Mm, yeah. Um, don't take that for granted. Don't take the work, whatever journey that my parents took to get me here, to be here. Definitely, like, reflecting on it and just appreciating and just have a level of gratitude for just me being able to say, like, I am of Jamaican descent. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I think definitely, like, thinking about it, like, I think it's really dope. Yeah. I have to agree. Being black and Caribbean is is lit. But <laughs> <Yeah>. honestly, <laughs> honestly, I'm grateful because without being the Caribbean, I wouldn't know who I am. I'm already struggling trying to figure out who I am today, but still. That's real. Um, well, I'll just say, bad man, man, nah, take no disrespect. You done know. Um, <laughs> yeah, and, no. You know, that's just how we're moving. But um, since the time is going out, we want to thank Team Boss Studios, right, for always hosting um, the podcast. Um, do your yes. thing. Yeah, so you want to thank Team Boss Studios for hosting that and think that was a great, like, segue. Yeah. Yes, Casey, come through. My last closing thought before, while we have the last seconds, I want to take up the opportunity to say that Jamaicans are the best. Yeah, we have I to would that. like to disagree. Yeah. I, I would disagree. Laura, I wish you. I feel people. like they really try to just they come really and hijack. No, we we love, ain't gonna we, do that. We love y'all. Because Haitian people, we got a language. What's good? Haitian people got a language. What's good? We got a language. Out of all the Caribbean, I, I don't care. I don't care. No, I don't care. Okay, okay. We try to not make this a dysfunctional <laughs> yeah. podcast. I but do we love, had I to. I do love Haitian women. Haitian women. His wife is Haitian. Haitian woman box is undefeated. I'm gonna tell y'all that right now. I'm going to. Oh wow. Undefeated has never lost to the best box in the world. But with that being. Being said, I was gonna say something so foul. I think. Yeah, I was gonna say something so foul. Press the button. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, thanks guys for listening, and we will see you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.